Hello and welcome to Huntington School Music Department podcast. I'm joined by York Pathfinder Secondary Music Lead Liz Dunbar and Subject Leader for Music Tim Burnage. And Hello. I'm, Hello. I'm Subject Leader for Music Technology Ian Wilson. Uh, we're creating these 10 minute podcasts to give you a snapshot of what we've been chatting about in our working week. And this week, um, at the training day uh, that we had recently, uh, we were asked, what makes an effective learner in your subject? What 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 sort of things have we been saying this week? Um, I think my favourite kind of learner is um, someone who, when you say, let's do this to make your work better or to make your understanding better, is that they hear you and they absorb what you've said and then they go and do something with it. And it doesn't matter, you know, what it is. It's just that they act on your advice. It doesn't matter what their experience is, but it's someone who's prepared to hear what you've said and to do something with it. And that way they move forwards. That's my favourite kind of learner. Yes. And alongside that, it's the it's the, um, the the student that then does that and then comes back for more. Yeah. That's so cool, isn't it? When they kind of go, what do I do next? That's, that's that kind of that proactive thing. I, I find that um, great. You don't want too much of it um, because you want them to <laughs> you want them to work things out for themselves sometimes as well, um, and you don't want them to become over reliant on you. But when they're actively seeking you out to uh, to go right, how could I make this better? That's one of my favourite questions. I often ask students who are at the top end to ask me that. Um, kind of that question more. How can I make this better? How about you, Ian? Um, well, just linking back to. That first point, um, not necessarily them, you know, calling you out to give them the next step, but actually listening to your feedback in the first place. So any any feedback to uh, any student at any level, um, you know, I'm sure this is the case for all teachers, but if you're giving feedback and they don't implement it, then it's obviously a problem. So um, an effective learner in music actually implements the feedback that you've given them, which is pretty constant in a music lesson. It's just constant feedback, constant, constant, constant. Um, and it's having the resilience as well to take that feedback as a positive thing rather mm -hmm. than a negative thing and understand that we're all playing on the same team um, and so we're all supposed to be kind of mo yeah, moving in the same direction. Mm. So a bit of resilience is brilliant. Yeah. Um, alongside, um, you know, the notion of students then taking the advice that they have been given and sometimes just, I often say, go wild with it. You know, if you've gone too far with an idea, um, then we can always kind of tidy it up and rein it in, but be really adventurous and really imaginative and don't be afraid of taking musical risks um, because, you know, um, no damage done really. And taking the pressure off as well, kind of, you know, if we're listening to, obviously, there needs to be a lot of performance, but just kind of having snapshots as they work through something. And I think something I learned from Tim, uh, just the idea of, you know, you might get a, some snapshot performances, but we actually don't want them to be perfect because if they're perfect, then there's nothing to kind of talk about. Whereas, you know, if, if the rhythm's not quite there or, you know, whatever it is, whatever little tiny bit that needs improving, we celebrate that as a good thing because then we can ask, well, what, what can they do? You know, what's good? And then, you know, get the, the class involved to give positive feedback, but then what can be improved and just that constant, you know, let's, let's be happy that there's something to actually improve rather than be nervous because, oh, I can't get it perfect. Mm. Uh, I'm going to fail. It's like none of that. Just a really mm. happy atmosphere. I, I often say, you know, when students play, I said we've got lots to talk about here because it isn't 
uh, perfect or near perfect. And I said, I often prefer to hear that kind of work because it gives us all lots of things to think about rather mm. than, well, it's done, job done, we've got nothing to talk about. I really like as well when students uh, are open to having their minds changed about things because quite often students come into uh, music lessons with preconceptions about different styles or ways of working. Um, and I really like students who are prepared to think about that there may be a possibility there's another way, um, a second way, a third way, instead of going, you know, I've always done it like this, so this is, that's it. Um, and, you know, they are um, only, what, you know, 11 to 18 years old. So there's, there's a ton of other things to think about. And music's one of those things where students are very often quite protective about of their, say, taste of music or their ideas. Um, and it is uh, really great when students are open to the possibility that there might be a, another way of doing things. Absolutely. It's interesting how um, I often find kids are incredibly harsh on themselves. Yes, they are. Um, yeah. And their expectation that it's only good if it's perfect yeah. um, is really interesting, and it, it, which is a phenomenon I don't think they apply to any other subject. Yeah. So, you know, going back to what makes an effective learner in music, it's somebody who's um, comfortable with the imperfection of a work in progress. Yep. Actually, a lot of, of our feedback at times, I guess, is encouragement of, yeah, you've done this really well so far, and this is what you need to do to make it even better and kind of move them forward the whole time. And and they don't, just making an atmosphere where they, they're comfortable. happy, comfortable, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the word. Yeah. Just, just comfortable and, you know, this idea, I always um, kind of reward you know, if there's a pair performing and, you know, they have, there is a bit of a, oops, they've completely gone out of time for a couple of bars. Oh, they're keeping it, oh, they're back in. Or, you know, one of them absolutely boobs and there's a few wrong notes, but they keep going and then they join yeah. back in again and then that's it, the finish. And the resilience of actually getting to the end of the performance and kind of celebrating that. Because obviously, on the other hand, you sometimes get performers that, play a couple of wrong notes and then they go, ah, right, I'm out, eject, it, eject, yeah. eject. Yeah. <laughs> and it just falls. And you're like, no, no, no. So I always make the point that, you know, professional musicians, you know, they're playing a two-hour show, two-hour concert, they will hit some bum notes. Yep. But nobody realises, nobody knows because um, they usually, especially in a kind of pop rock way, they style it out. That's you know, it. they don't go, sorry, everybody. Mm. Sorry, so we just stop, guys. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, we played that wrong. We're just going to start the song again. Yeah. Um, you know, that <laughs> doesn't happen. Uh, so just go with it, you know, just keep. And so I always kind of reward that. And hopefully that makes them realize that when they are picked to perform or it's like we're going to listen to everyone, they don't think, oh, I can't yeah. play this perfectly. Yeah. This is, you know, just just go with it. Just see what happens. And yeah. this isn't us having sloppy standards in the classroom. No. It's not about us kind of, you know, accepting kind of poor quality work. Actually, what we're trying to do is cult breed a culture of resilience. Yep. I yeah. think it's what we're kind of describing here of saying, Come on, that's great. Now, now, now this. Now, let's, let's this. take it on. Yeah. Let's take it on again. Yeah. Um, and in fact, actually, our standards are uh, we're forever pushing students to make things better rather than just saying, that was great, that'll do. Let's yeah. leave it there. No, let's see how we make it better. Because those examples where you kind of say, brilliant, well done for keeping going, you know, you got that's to it. the end. Just do it again for me. Yeah. And then they'll play it again and they'll do it properly yeah. rather than completely going, ah, and then that's it. Yeah. They're not going to perform uh, again. And often when they go again, mistake. I will say, look, notice... Even just from that second attempt, this is better yeah. already. This is great. Okay. And it doesn't have to be uh, absolutely spot on. I think a lot of this wanting this perfect thing comes from students hearing very little live music yeah. 
they hear recordings mm. where there's been take after take after take yeah. and um, things are you know pasted together and tidied up mm-hmm. so they hear perfection the whole time i was listening to a lunchtime concert um, from Wigmore Hall the other day and it was repertoire that I was really familiar with and uh, the pianist like completely messed up a couple of bits and pieces but when you think about the stamina that's required for like playing a 20-30 minute mm. um, performance that's going to happen um, because you're tired and you know even that the best musicians will make mistakes yeah. so I think it's really important for students to hear in school and out of school um, live music as much as possible so they don't always hear this airbrushed yeah. fake perfection um, I often use imagine you've just started out on the London Marathon you've got 26 miles to go you're running down the street and you trip over a pavement yeah, but you stumble and you keep going what you don't do is sit down the edge of the pavement and go right that's me out <laughs> because I've had a little stumble yeah. now I've got another 25 and a half miles to do here um, let's get up let's keep going um, it's that, it's that resilience. Cool. One final bit then we discussed was what does it, what, what does this mean for our kind of most vulnerable students and what does it mean for us as teachers of vulnerable students? Um, how do we encourage resilience and um, acting on feedback and independence and proactivity in uh, uh, those those students? I think it's by convincing students that it doesn't matter what your starting point is, but you can, if you're prepared to have a go at something, then you will really quickly see yourself improve. Amazing. Great. Let's stop it there for today. Um, and as always, uh, if you uh, have got any feedback for us and you want to get in touch, then you can do that through the At Hunt School Music website or through our Twitter feed. And we'd love to hear from you. And uh, thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye bye. <laughs>